What's up? This is Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris Podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics Magazine. This is Donnie B. Welcome to Female Centrics. This is the first fish community podcast hosted by ladies who love fish. This podcast will cover all things fish and what our community is up to from a woman's point of view. So let's join in the groove. Welcome to Female Centrics. Welcome, everyone, to episode number five of Female Centrics, the first female-hosted fish community podcast. This is your host, Donnie B. I just wanted to start by thanking our listeners for your support. We would love any feedback that you have. I would love to hear how fans are holding up guessing dates during our game show market price. You can email us at femalecentrics at gmail.com. Of course, that's a female with a P-H. And find us on Facebook or Twitter. My co-host for this e- this episode is the ever-so-visceral Christy, and we will be interviewing Hannah Dupin, who is the marketing director for Cash or Trade. Cash or Trade is the world's first social network where fans buy, sell, and trade tickets at face value and avoid scalping. Um, and then after our interview with Hannah, we'll be playing your favorite fishy game show, Market Price. So first I want to mention that we are part of the Osiris Podcast Network. This network has 25 different podcasts about music and culture and beer. So it's anything from Grateful Dead and Ween and Fish. And one of them is called The Tour with host Ted Canova. His podcast, uh, his last podcast, uh, Ted interviews David Bromberg, who shares his musical history. This guy is jammed with Jerry in a tent in Woodstock. He's calmed 600,000 angry concertgoers at the Isle of Wight. I don't know what that's about. Um, recorded with three of the Beatles, and he turned down John Lennon twice. Plus, he also had a recent phone call with Bob Dylan. This one I'm looking forward to listening. I've not had a chance to listen to it, um, but that is going to be on my way to work tomorrow. The uh, Another one I want to talk about is the Helping Friendly podcast, which is our brother podcast of uh, about fish. And But this one's been around since 2013, and it may be the first fish podcast. But it's hosted by Brad, Jonathan, Matt, and then RJB, who is the co-founder and CEO of Osiris. Uh, they, analo- they analyze and discuss the music of fish. And they talk to fans about their experience and music that surrounds them. Um, There's a lot of discussion, but each episode plays tons of music as well. Uh, These guys really know their fish, and I'm pretty excited because RJ just invited me recently to be one of their guests on it. So um, I'm excited to analyze some fish with these dudes. Uh, So before we go into the interview today, there's one more thing I want to talk about. So Osiris, uh, we're trying to connect with our listeners through a survey. We would love for you to fill them out. So the link, um, the link will be on the show notes for today's episode. I'll also be pumping it through Twitter and our Facebook pages and maybe some of the Facebook groups that I'm in, which is like Fish Tour 2014 or Fish Chicks or Addicted to Fish. You know, there's a whole bunch of them on Facebook. But it's pretty cool. So if you enter your name and email at the end of this podcast, sorry, at the end of the survey, you'll have a chance to win a Rift LP signed by Tom Marshall 
uh, or a $100 Amazon gift card. Um, your email will never be shared with anyone else. So it's just for us. So with that, I'd like to introduce and welcome back once again, the ever so visceral Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, people. How you doing, honey? Pretty well, and you? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy you're with me again. Awesome. I love my girls. Chrissy is going to help me interview uh, this evening. She specifically requested that she interviews the cash or trade chicks. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to introduce uh, Hannah Dupin. How you doing, Hannah? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. Hi, Hannah. Nice to meet you. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. This will be a lot of fun. I'm glad to talk. any excuse to talk fish and my job, I'm stoked about. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying in the last one. I think it was the last episode is just, you know, getting into this opportunity. Like My husband's like, you don't shut up about fish anyway, so go for it. Podcast. <laughs> right. So I'm going to ask you what, our, what I ask all our first guests and everybody coming in here. What is your fish story? Um, my fish story began in high school. It was, uh, um, I'm trying to think of how old I was probably 2007. So it was like right when they came back, but my art teacher, he always played them in the art room. And that's pretty much where I lived for middle school and high school. And he got me into the dead and he was definitely my guru. My parents were music fans and they are some of my favorite music fans, but they were not jam band fans and they did not never even thought of seeing a fish show. So, um, I grew up right outside of SPAC. So in the summer, that's, it was just like so easy. You know, my parents had to drop me off. We'd get dropped off at SPAC and then I have to, you know, go. And, um, my first concert there was Dave Matthews, but then I started really seeing fish when I was in like 10th grade. And from there on out, it's just been so nine would have been so oh oh, 10 would have been your first when was your first fish show it was in july i can't remember the exact date but of 10 you said so it was july 8th 2012 i remember i was in 11th grade and um, i went with a bunch of friends and it was our first fish show but after that we only went to the sunday i had to work um fridays and saturdays and then we went there and then with that same crew it's just been hooked ever since that was a but, good run at SPAC. Christy, were you at that? I was. <laughs> so much fun. Jason, my, uh, oh, and by the way, my husband Jason's here too. Hello. <laughs> you know, that was a good run. Those I was there for 10, I wasn't there for 11 because I decided to go to uh, the Woodstock shows instead. And then I was at 12 and 13 for SPAC and wow, 12 was a lot of fun. Was that the whole... Was that the um, psycho killer? Blue yeah, psycho design. killer and whatnot. That was the first night that that was that from that run. That was that was a lot of fun, definitely. So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, no worries. Um, yeah. So I, my art teacher, definitely he was always playing it and got me into it. Oh, and I listened he? to. Um, he is probably in his early fifties now. Um, his name is Jeremy Liebedecker. He runs the, um, Grateful Legos. He does like the Legos for the, um, they're the little fish Legos and what? Grateful oh, Dead. And yeah, Mo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that is <laughs> so one of my cool. favorite human beings in the world. He brought me into this crazy world and I'm so glad about it, but right? yeah, so he was always playing it. He was always teaching kids guitar, like when they weren't wearing on, working on their projects and it just brought me into this whole music world that I had never been brought into. And yeah, I definitely, I thank him all the time. Like every time I see a fish show, I'm like, 
dude, I love you. Like you have brought my life into a really beautiful light. And it was right through the music. It's hard not to continue to thank them. Like our second episode, we, it was just with Mary and Jill and I, Mary's the one who introduced me. And I, I feel like every single show I'm with her, I'm just like, you know, and then we're all like mushy and lovey at the shows anyway. <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much. You yeah, know? I mean, it's just such a huge part mm-hmm. of like your life and Everything. who you are. And it's just, it's beautiful. And, you know, I can't thank him enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hannah, I have a question about how Cash or Trade started. How did it start? Because when I found out it was women, I was kind of blown away because being, you know, in my 40s, there was such an issue for me at one point just getting tickets. You know, they'd sell out so fast, and I almost quit trying to get tickets because I was like, forget it. I'm not spending $300 on a ticket. Yeah, totally. Um, so Cash or Trade started about 10 years ago, and it was because of fish. So Brando and his brother Dusty, they, like, graduated high school and went on tour, and um, they started it, like, in coffee shops, just, like, going across the country, following fish, building this website because they, um, I mean, well, they started the website and it started after Hampton in 09. They like went to go to the show and the tickets were like 1200 bucks on StubHub. Like it sold out, they couldn't get to it, but they like went down there and they were $1,200 and they're like, this is, that's not okay. You know, they were just like, that is not acceptable for something that costs $40. And are these, are these guys newer fans or older fans? Older fans. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I believe Brando has been seeing them since like 94. Mm-hmm. Um, and his br- older brother, Dustin, is um, a few years older than him. But like, I'm pretty sure they went to their first show together. Brando was 14 at his first, 14 Love or it. 15 at his first <laughs> show. So The older brother it, syndrome. I think it's like, yeah, so many of yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And they had an older sister who I can't remember exactly how many years older she is, but their older sister was like really into fish, but she was older. So she they were in middle school and stuff and she was going out and seeing fish with like her friends and stuff. And they would always like beg their parents to go. And then I'm pretty sure the first fish show, like Brando lied to his parents or or something happened where like they (laughs) snuck out and they made it to their first show. And, um, I'm trying to remember where it was now, but he does talk about that a lot, but they've definitely been fans for a long time and they've definitely, you know, really cared about the scene for a long time. They, it was all this greater thing of like, we're all here for such a beautiful reason. And people are literally getting scalped thousands more than what it's worth. uh, Even if it's New Year's and you pay three you're still like that extra $250 is your hotel for the night. That's your like, you know, and it's, it's all the same ticket. I have never bought a ticket over face value because I refuse. Oh, you're so good. I you're will so not. good. I'm going to tell you. That it. is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. No, I've been definitely a sucker but a few times. I also have some but... magic when no I get lot. out there to, if I don't, I, you know, I know a lot of fish heads, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone always It's has also it. one of those things the tickets seem to always find you. Like it, it does somehow in a weird way work out. And I try to keep people optimistic about that because a lot of people are like, I'm never going to go. And I'm like, well, you they they come in the weirdest ways and sometimes it's last minute and that's what cash or trades about is scoring that floor new year's eve ticket on new year's eve you know i have like, um used cash or trade a few times and it worked out every time for selling or buying it's always been that's really easy. good to hear we love we yeah, know we love the, the story and i met the people and like saw them at the shows and it was like hey nice new friend 
Yeah, for sure. Now, Christy, when you bought the ticket, so you connected with the person that you bought yeah, it from. Yeah, you got to get saying? their number. Yeah, you ah, do. And like, so, it's, I, so it's a personal. See, I haven't had a chance to. I like I I never used it before. And so just even like at lock in last year when Foley couldn't go. I so I didn't want to eat that Foley ticket. Is Chrissy's husband. That's my husband. I didn't want to eat that ticket. That lock-in ticket is expensive. Mm-hmm. So I met a guy like outside a Home Depot in like New York on our way down through cash or trade. Yeah, and we just like I was like, hey, we got the big we got the big RV. <laughs> You'll see us in the Home Depot parking lot. <laughs> and he just gave me cash, and I again he went on, and wow. you know. That was oh, it. it. That's was awesome. So I guess, it was, can you talk a little bit about the core of Cash or Trade? Exactly, like how it all works. You know, yeah, I, for I sure. Other questions. I know I'm spinning off of already, but <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, basically, you make an account and you have a profile, just like very similar to any other social media, and um, you have these options to buy, sell, or trade, and you can list your tickets. You can even just peruse the website. You don't necessarily have to like be on there where the. Per- you can even just be like, oh, like what's going on. Um, it's also a really great place to check for like festivals because you can sometimes get a, like somebody got an early bird festival ticket and you could buy it closer to the festival when the ticket prices are increased like by the venue mm-hmm. and you can get a ticket at that p- cost because the person is just like, I can't go. So they, they're just trying to make their money back. So pretty much you see a post you um, and it lists exactly what it is, like what section and all these things. And then um, you reply to the member and you if they reply back to you, you can commit, which means that you are locked into that. We hold people very like strictly to their commitments. Like in what way? How does that, how do you lock them into it? How does that work? So if they, if it's a mutual commitment where each member has committed to purchasing these tickets, like if the person last minute wants to back out, we're like, I'm sorry, you're in a fully committed trade. Like, because sometimes it's an hour before the show. And if they lock it in and the person doesn't sell it to some guy with his finger in the air, you know, like I know it's, so it's kind of one of those things. So the commitments and it's honestly, commitments are so huge for trades because if somebody is going, if they're trading you like three days at, or like two Fridays at Dick's for two Saturdays at Dick's and you back out on that trade, that person like might not be in town. Like you ruined somebody's whole experience, you know? So like with trades, we're like, nope, you need to definitely, if you're committing to this, you need to know that you're, um, going to follow through. And then so from that point, you pay one another or um, if it's a trade, you update with shipping. And yeah, after that, you're given a review by the user. And um, it's amazing. We have so it's the majority of the time, I'd say about 95 percent of the time, people have five star reviews. People in this community are really incredible. They take care of one another and um, they definitely don't want to screw over their fellow fan. So, um, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it happens a lot less frequently than you'd think. And it's a really cool community to witness in its works. Like when I'm in the admin and dealing with things, like it's mainly just small technical things, but we're launching a new platform, which will fix a lot of those technical things. But as far as like the human beings using our website and connecting with one another and getting people into shows that they can't go get into is absolutely incredible. Like it really shows you this like underbelly of like, trading tickets or selling them and not wanting to make money and just being like, I can't go and you can, I'm going to make your show. It's like the Trey acoustic shows tears to my eyes. The people who are so stoked to score these tickets and these people who of course on the other side of the coin were really sad, but it was really beautiful to see like 
something fall apart, but then it come together for another person and have them be so excited. You know, so so expensive outside of your, what you guys have, you know, like I lucked out, I got to see Trey at the Portsmouth music hall. Um, and it was through a friend of mine who had, cause I live right next to Portsmouth. So we knew somebody who had a connection and was like first dibs on tickets kind of thing. It was like a membership kind of thing. And, but like what people were paying out for that was crazy. But in, as you're saying this though, Hannah, I think about what just happened this past over Baker's dozen. I want to say I had, Oh, Jason, because you weren't able to go last minute for the Baker's dozen shows and there was a there was a guy that I know he's shaking his head. Mr. Goddamn Boston Cream oh, Donut. He's such a rock, <laughs> he's such like a rocker. He loves that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. but he wasn't able to go last minute. And the guy that I met, and oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guy that I met you on Facebook. If I looked at you real quick, I could, I could, I wasn't expecting to tell the story. I was, so I can't remember na- your name off the top of my head, but like we were like we're gonna meet at this certain time, and we met at this certain time, and he bought my ticket, and even though, of course, in afterwards some of my friends wanted him this and that I wasn't going to fault on that there was no way like he got into the Saturday night of Baker's Dozen and this is what this is you know and in like because sometimes there's a lot of shitty people out there that don't stick to what they're going to do you know and so I love that you guys lock in once the commitment's made you know what what happens yeah. if you break a commitment is there a penalty do you get kicked off the site or you know your does your rating just suffer so the first thing we always advise is the rating. It's like Airbnb where like you can get like a kind of a bogus review or whatever, or not even bogus, but you can get a review and it's like, yeah, maybe something you did something and you're like, okay, I did do that. So rating is definitely the number one thing. Um, also too, if we have to uncommit enough posts by specific people, I mean, I do all the, um, I do to the tech support as well. So I see like users, like I see users and if I have to uncommit somebody from like more than three within like a six month period of time, I'll be like, you know, like this is kind of a regular thing for this person. And I will typically reach out and just be like, Hey, like we don't want to do this. The last thing we want to do as cash or trade is ever ban an account because it's like, it just, you don't want to completely cut that off for somebody because it's such a great thing. But we will tell you, like, if you're not using our site right, you're not going to be part of this community because it is a community of people who they are not trying to make money and they are trying to get people into these shows. So if if you're, like, backing out last minute on something you've been committed to for two months, like, and you do it more, it's not, like, the first time. First time, I'm going to send you a pretty friendly email. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm Hannah. You know, like, it, it's okay that this happened. But, like, and typically the main times that I uncommit a ton of people is like brand new users. And most of the time it's, they just, they don't know the process. So they might like jump the gun that a lot of people commit and don't read. So they'll like be like, Oh, I committed to this. I thought it was a Friday. I don't mind uncommitting those. That's like an easy mistake. Sure. But if it's an hour, even four hours before the show and you make those kind of mistakes, like we do try to like let the users know that like you need to be mindful because this person is either holding off selling it to another person or like, thinking they're going to get money for this, you know, and once they're locked in that commitment, their review would suffer. If they saw somebody with their finger in the air on law or waiting outside MSG and sold them their ticket and didn't sell it to the person who's rushing to get it, it'd be like, you know, two sides of that where, you know, you, people are getting screwed over. It's different if you commit to something on accident and, um, 
there's like months before the show and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I read it was a Tuesday, not a Wednesday, but yeah, ratings, yeah. I guess, are the main. And then we will reach out to members and, you know, it doesn't happen frequently, but every so often we'll be like, we're sorry, like you're not using our site properly. Mm-hmm. And that's all, all we can really hold to people to is their word and their commitment. And I mean, we do, everything is financially backed. So everybody, their money is always safe, but it's also just users. We don't want any person buying a ticket what do you for mean, an event. Sorry, what do you mean by your financial, like financially back? What do you mean that money's always safe? So like everything, like you pay through PayPal. So like any PayPal thing can be disputed. Okay. So any payment made through our site can be disputed. So you, you are going to have your money back. And with our new platform, we're going to launch our own form of escrow, which won't go through PayPal. And all of the money will be protected by us. But right now you can get refunds. But the more important thing I think is making sure that like sometimes, I mean, most of the time people are like, I don't want my money back. I wanted those tickets like that. I set up a trip to go see the show. So it's just being really mindful about like the position you're putting other people in. And, but reaching out usually is enough for people to be like, oh, okay, nope, I'm sorry. Gotcha. So, so Hannah, what's your background? Like, how did you get involved with cash or trade? I started out just using cash or trade and, um, I moved to Burlington about three years ago. Sorry, real quick. When did it start again? Um, I moved, I started, so my first fish show this next summer, I'm sorry, sorry. Let me be cash or trade. When did, when did, I know you just told us, but what year did, uh, cash or trade? Um, 2009. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, go ahead. So it's like, it's, uh, we're almost 10 years old, but yeah, Yeah, so it started out in 2009, but I really got involved in it in like 2013. Mm -hmm. That's when I like started using it for seeing fish. Um, I would use it a lot too because I just wanted fish tickets by mail. Like I, the shows weren't sold out, but like on cash or trade too, that's a fun thing is if you buy tickets from somebody who like they got them in lotto, they're still going to sell it. They, they're going to sell you those tickets, but I liked to collect those stubs. So okay. I was on there a, a lot, just getting my tickets for events because I wanted those. And, um, I moved to Burlington about three years ago and connected with Brando just the music scene in Burlington is really, really tight. It's you see the same people all the time. You and the city itself is very small. So um, just connected with Brando throughout the years, and I actually made his coffee every morning. I was a barista at a coffee shop, and it was always like a treat when he walked in because I could talk fish with him. And like awesome. Paige and Mike were actually regulars at my coffee shop and never got less weird talking to them. <laughs> I like that never got comfortable. That never got cool, but I loved seeing, I so, just like so always Paige was so and, starstruck. Wait a minute. So Paige and Mike would come in to get coffee too and just be like, Oh yeah, I'll have whatever. I just always what like, did they I, order? what did they order? Um, so Paige <laughs> always, he, and it was also, he served food. Paige would always get a gluten-free turkey Reuben and him and his wife are both gluten-free. She would get the same exact thing. And it was so cute. He would always get two if she wasn't with him. So, um, and then he has two little daughters that used to come in. They used to call it typical Tuesday cause they would come to new moon where I worked and they just, they would always come in with their nanny. And she, she knew one of my coworkers really well, the nanny. Um, and my friend didn't know that they were Paige's kids, but of course, every time I'm like, he'd walk in and I was a shift lead and I would be like, Everybody, like, whoever makes that sandwich, do it perfect. Like, I know you don't know who that is, but, like, make sure it's perfect. Big deal there. (laughs) And then Mike, like, um, the um, food was, like, mainly vegan. So he's vegan. Well, he, I think he calls himself, like, 
partially vegan. He said like fine cheese or something one time in a tweet. <laughs> I remember. So Sometimes, he's like, mindful, uh, yeah. like he's like a mindful vegan, I That's guess. That's actually but... got a name. I forget what it's called. Is that what you, like when you eat fancy cheese? Or, you know, yeah, yeah. When, when you're a lighthearted vegan. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a word and I know that he used it, but That's yeah. hilarious. So, so he always came in and got salads. So did and, anybody um, else know that these guys were walking in or was it just you? Like, what was the general, like, you know, star, like kind of fangirl freak out? Like, was there anybody else in there being like, oh my God, like the same way? Like, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my one, I had one friend who he, um, he grew up in Vermont and he grew up like just outside of Burlington. So he was like, I know, like pages regular and he was always super cool around him and stuff. And I don't know, I'm just like. You don't think you could be any weirder when like, like when you see somebody that you like, whatever you don't, you try so hard not to be weird and then it becomes weirder because you're like yes. trying not to act starstruck, but it's just like, and I'd always write something on his sandwich, like thanks for the music or, you know, <laughs> something like nerdy, but then I'd also like drop it off at his table and be weird about it. <laughs> but I'm always like wearing, we had to wear hats. I was always wearing like a fish hat and I had like fishman shoelaces and like, I don't know. Mike definitely did not want me to know that, like, like you could tell it was a little more low-key. Like, I'd be like, hey, you know, but, like, Paige was very, very friendly. And not that Mike wasn't, but he was just, like, definitely, like, I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to go. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you, yeah, you love me. Cool. <laughs> but it was always sweet because typical Tuesdays when the girls came in, they would come in and after any run, they'd be wearing, like, the little mini, like, MGM Grand, like, the little shirts. And nobody, like, nobody knew that they were his kids, but they were adorable and they, they like, loved our they restaurant. They are wicked cute. They are wicked cute. Paige's kids are adorable, definitely. Last year when when we got those, I, uh, tomorrow's podcast that I'm dropping, which at this point will be, like, two weeks out, but we talked about our experience that we had in in the in the family section and yeah Paige's kids are definitely adorable. One time a little off topic I was hanging out with this singer songwriter who I like adored, not like in love with, but I adored him and I was the designated driver which I'm a way better person when I have a few drinks in me. So we're talking and I like was, I don't know what happened. I was clearly so uncomfortable. I Dwight Howard him. What's Dwight Howard? What is that? What is that? I want to know too. Yeah, right? What happens if you have teenage sons? They just like knock your cup out of your hand. Okay, no, that makes so much sense. So I just That's amazing. I'm going to use that all the time. He's like, what the fuck? It's so nice to see you. I'm going to throw your drink on the floor. Yeah. I was like, like, oh my God, why'd I just do that? So uncool. It was not normal <laughs> behavior. Die, it was right? not normal behavior. Uh-huh. But when I understand I, that awkwardness. Yeah, when I met Trey, I had it totally scripted. Like, Sharpie in hand. Like, I already talked about this, but like, Sharpie in hand, like, all ready to go. You know, picture montage. Yep. Right. This is what I'm going to yep. say. Like, a letter scripted. The whole fucking thing. Gentle It's stalking. weird, because like, the Gentle whole time stalking. I just wanted to be like, I, 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 I love you. Like, right? and you Give can't say that. You just can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you and you don't know like how much fun I've had living my life since you've been in it. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> yeah. weird, yeah. and you can't say those things. And it's no. just like it always comes out like I want to like curtsy and be like thank you, <laughs> and that's not appropriate behavior. <laughs> Dawn, maybe that's why I'll never go with you to try and stalk him because I mean, if I Dwight I'm not Howard stalking this... him, it's gentle stalking. It was okay. just one gentle time. It was gentle. Just, well, one, just one time. I had a little tip. I had a little tip. What know? if I did that? I if prepared. I did that to this more local singer songwriter, what am I gonna do? Tray. Tray. <laughs> what am I 
I'm going like, to like karate kick him or something. Involuntary reflex, just kick him. Yeah, Smack him upside the head. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I don't mean it. We won't really do that. We'll, I swear. We'll have our shit together. And, and if I do, I don't mean it. Right? <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to reel this back in because... Okay, yeah. All right, <laughs> I have great. a question. Well, no, but hold on, oh. Chrissy, because she never really answered, like, how'd oh. you get involved in it? So there was, like, the yeah, Metamuck so, coffee so, shops, and then... Yeah, so yeah. Brandon was, like, a regular, so that was always fun to, like, talk shop with him. When he came in, it was just, like, where Fish was going next, and just even local music. He's really into our local music scene, and so am I. So we'd always just be talking about music, and then eventually this position opened up um the girl who was doing it before me alana she moved to maine and um what position it was um yeah so she and then so she moved to a different company and she was just moving out of burlington and he offered it to me and um it was kind of wild i was absolutely stoked i've been using cashier trade for years and um it was like right before the baker's dozen though and it got pretty crazy. Like we, the movement on that website when fish is actually playing music is just incredible. (laughs) Like the amount of people like using it, buying, selling, trading, it just gets really wild. So I was kind of like thrown into this weird, um, you just started this past summer. Yeah. I started. So what's your background? Like, so you were at the coffee shop, but what's your background that like Legend. In marketing, it's yeah, kind sure. of funny. Um, there isn't any. Yeah, so what is your I, role? <laughs> that is <laughs> funny. That is, I love you. Okay, what's your role there, right? With that, you know? Yeah, it, so it was pretty much, you know, there was a big learning like, curve. I fucking love fish. That's my fucking role. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a learning curve. It's just like a lot of, we manage a lot of Facebook groups. We have Facebook groups for um, 50, like all 50 states. We um, have a ton of other just band related Facebook groups and then like social posting and on the street marketing where like we would have a booth or a table at a show and, um, just talking to people about like who we are and what we do. Um, recently I've gotten into more of like some smaller like event planning and stuff like that, but I'm definitely like just trying to soak things up like a sponge and just get in there with my, you know, I don't have an experience education wise. I went to college, but not for marketing and I went for childhood education. So, um, I kind of found myself in this really inspired place. Burlington is a really, really beautiful place. It fosters great people, great music. And, um, Brando took a shot on me and I'm working. I'm, (laughs) that is so awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really, really incredible. And I'm very grateful every day to do what I do. Um, but I'm definitely learning along the way, you know, we're growing, we, um, are a very small company right now, you know, and so as, yeah, we're, we're pretty small. Um, yeah, we have, uh, six employees Uh and, um, yeah. And it's two developers, um, Brando, who is, um, the boss man. And then we have a publicist named Taylor who is supposed to be on the show, but was traveling. So, so Taylor does the publicist, publish like, Yes, so she's our publicist. (laughs) The publishing. Thank you, you, Jason, the publicity. (laughs) Yeah, so she does that. And then Brando's um, brother, Dustin, um, is involved and he co-owns it with him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's it's small right now. And um, but that's we're growing pretty quickly and it'll be exciting to see where that takes us. And we're all kind of learning along the way. Do you still get scalpers on there or is that like completely eliminated? Um, luckily the thing about 
it, it, it happened. I mean, people will try, but the like, if anybody follows anything on the internet with fish, you know that like the, some of the people on the internet are ruthless. And like, I will have like 20 flags in my inbox, which I get sent to everywhere when, cause a flag is something we immediately need to look into. And there's no sleep for fish fans. They are like, nope, mm -mm, I see that. They they shut it down very quickly. I know I'm I'm the human being who has to look at the flag and do it. So sometimes I'm not like on it in seconds, but I know when somebody's scalping fish tickets because I have like 15 notifications immediately within minutes of each other. So it doesn't slide. And um, the flags, once we get a flag, we review it. We'll make sure it's not face value. Uh, I mean, if it is. We'll make sure it is face value. If it's not, we'll remove it immediately or we will confirm the flag and talk to the user and just be like, hey, you know, can we see receipts for this? Because it's a really interesting world with these like platinum tickets and stuff where there is a different form of face value tickets in a really strange way. But we do have to confirm those receipts if they don't upload one. So it doesn't people don't get very far if they try to scalp on the website. Uh, is, are there any issues with the scalping companies like Subhub or any of the other ones, like in competition or anything like that with you guys? Um, we are both secondary ticket markets, so we are in competition. But the thing about Casher Trade is we're not trying to take down Subhub. We understand that that is a huge battle, and we are trying to um, definitely disrupt that industry. But, like, realistically, we're not, like, trying to take down this huge conglomerate, but we are trying to disrupt it in a way that like enough people will be aware of our product. So that way they, enough people are saving money and they're not getting ripped off by these industries. And we're like kind of taking the music back, like, and being like the, cause the people scalping on Subhub are brokers. They are not music fans. Sometimes I'm sure we have people that get desperate and they're like, Hey, I need to make the extra 50 bucks or like maybe, you know, they got scalped. I see when people are just like, I just want my money back. And like we, we face that on the site a lot, usually with new users where they try to sell a ticket that they got on StubHub on our website, but they're just like, I just want my money back. But if they paid $125 for a ticket that was 65, we still can't allow, allow that to happen. That is what they paid, but that's not the face value of the ticket. Um, but as far as uh, problems with StubHub is it's just, it's hard. They're scooping a ton of tickets, you know, they it's, suck. you can, there are so many fish sticks tickets on that website right now. And Do you think that they're the reason why things are selling out so fast? Because they have like my, in my like conspiracy theory in my thought, which I'm not a big conspiracy type of person, but I think about like how freaking quick these tickets go on sale for. So do you think, is it like StubHub that's sitting there with like 25 people working to get these tickets real fast? And so that they can just like, has so that how it works? So this is Robot. like Robot. with with StubHub, they have all these people are brokers and StubHub actually gives people who are using their website an incentive to um, scalp. So the more money that they are getting, they have a 30% fee too, which is astronomical. So they have a 30% fee and then they incentivize people to charge more money because the more money as a bro, they have, they have a separate website for brokers through StubHub. So the more money you are getting in your account, the like they give you incentives and they give you like fast. I I don't know the exact incentives. I've never gotten far enough to um, get into that. Like, but they do give people discounts. They take off percentage of fees. 
for people that are processing like tens of thousands of dollars within their website, like every month. And so I definitely believe that they use, they use bot technology, which is illegal. It's Obama signed the bots act and it is the better online trade and sales act. And it is, um, he regulated, it was supposed to stop any sort of company from using bots, which is just a fake person, you know, it's a computer making it, but well, they're buying Ryan, Ryan, our producer gave this like robot sign when, when I was asking that question. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, the, so they're just these programs that they scoop tickets and they act as, um, humans and they take all these tickets. So Obama actually passed this act and it did pass to stop that. And I don't know the, ex- like, it obviously isn't working for these huge companies, but these huge companies have lawyers and they have ways around it and they have their IPs bouncing off of a million places in this. I, they have the best programmers in the country. They have the best, you know, they're, they're probably, you know, getting the smartest minds to work on these programs because it's billions and billions of dollars. It's so, much money. It's so like it's wild. It's with a B like these are huge companies. Very frustrating. When fish played Fenway, I couldn't get a ticket. And when I finally, so I was like, I'm not going. Forget it. I'm not spending $300 on a ticket. And when I went, when I didn't go, and all my friends were there, they're like, you should come down. They're like literally just lying on the ground. Yeah. Because oh the, the scalpers bought up all the tickets with the bots, mm-hmm. and then they couldn't even sell them. It was really frustrating because I was like, dude, I really wanted to go to this. You guys suck. <laughs> that same thing happened last year at Dick's. On Saturday at Dick's, because the whole time I'm doing tech support, so I'm answering all these emails and stuff. The whole time, and we had all these people who, you know, they just they just wanted to go to these shows so badly. And there were tickets on StubHub for like 200 And apparently, like, tw- 10 minutes before the show was going on, because nobody was buying them, they had to drop them down to like 6 bucks a ticket. So, like, they sold, it was like 10 different tickets for $6 a ticket for dicks. So those people, the brokers lose the money, but, like, they were that cheap on StubHub, but it's like that's somebody holding their ground until the last minute. And like they might lose, but they win a lot more than they lose. Oh, so definitely. it's like really frustrating because these people know what they're doing. You know, they know exactly what events they're not going to fish shows. They are definitely not trying to go to fish shows. I mean, they might they be. Don't care about I don't know. But it's it's not it's not like that same. I just don't agree with people putting a numerical value on somebody's experience because I've had $2 experiences that have been like phenomenal. And I've had very expensive $500 experiences that, you know, it's all how it goes. You have to surrender to the flow, but if you're making money off of somebody's experience, like without even letting them have that experience, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing where if you've experienced fish, why would you want to make somebody money off of somebody going to fish? Um, so why don't you talk about your new website? Uh, you have a new, like maybe two weeks, I think Taylor said that you're going to have a whole new platform that's supposed to help out with like inbox issues she mentioned. Yeah. So we have like a whole chat system built out. So it's like, um, it'll be a lot more interactive as far as, so this is kind of the inbox issue we were having before as tickets got harder and harder to get is if you posted a ticket for fish sticks, there were X and X number of people who had alerts set up for that. So at some times these people would be getting like 300 replies within three minutes, you know, like they were, they were just cause so many people had these alerts and like the way technology works nowadays, you get an alert right in your cell phone. That's like, if you're a gold member, you can set up alerts for specific events. So if somebody posts that ticket, it gets sent to you. But, um, so these people were getting buried and 
now we're going to have a chat where you'll get like, it's really cool. It'll have like an offers page and then you can choose whoever and it'll pull it into a separate chat. So you don't have to like filter through all of those people because you're, it's not first come first serve. Some people like that. Our new website is also going to have this feature where you can choose if you would like to do like gold members only, like you can filter it by gold members only or like highest reviews or new member, like you could do, um, or friends. So it's going to have all what these is filters. Gold members versus like, what is that? So if you're a gold member, it means that you're a paying member. It's $2 a month. It's a one-time payment of $24 a year, but it gives you, um, the ability to renew posts. So it's like, if you have a old ticket, like I just did it the other day, I'm selling my gorge tickets and I posted it like a week ago, I renewed it. So it goes right to the top of our ticket feed. And I sold them that day. It was just like, that's a really nice feature. Um, the alerts is what gold members do get. They also can reply to posts. If you see a post and it's like one for Trey acoustic, or you're just on the website and you see it, if you're not a gold member, you have a 10 minute delay. Gold members are able to instantly reply to that. Ah, um, sweet. So it's, it's cool for, um, shows that are definitely hard to get. Cause it kind of like puts a little break in the gate. So that way more like, there's a p- people who can get through mm-hmm. and um because usually if you're a gold member too you have reviews you're using our website well you're supporting us you know we don't have a monetization fee so if you are paying for that um we give a few more features but um that is you know how we make money is these gold memberships and it's um it's super helpful if you go to shows that sell out if you are just like kind of using the site and you're just setting your tour up for the summer I, you, you know, you don't need to know every time a ticket's posted, but if you, there are some people who have like 15 alerts and they have, they know all the shows that have already sold out and they're, they're ready. And so the, this new inbox will definitely help that be easier. So it won't just flood you and you won't get a million notifications and, um, it should clean things up a lot, which I think a lot of people will be really happy about, especially our really good long-term users who, um, have been gold for a while and they're still trying to get those same tickets, but it's, it's a different game. Technology has made it a different game and it's, it's made it harder. Just more people are getting into fish. More people are follow. more people are traveling. They're play, playing less shows and bigger venues. Mm-hmm. So these places are selling out. It's not like you could be like, Oh, I'll catch them here and here and here. And if I don't do one, but it's like, they're playing well, it's in even, major it's, cities. It's funny. Cause even like the Saturday, the last couple of shows of Baker's dozen, um, we, I had those tickets from the beginning. I was lucky. My friend, he had the he wanted to keep his his set in the box, you know. So yeah. he wasn't able to make them to them at all. So he just traded them out for me, pretty much. Is essentially what ended up happening. But at the very end, there, those tickets were ridiculous to find. Our friend was not able to find the first night. He was he came down. He wasn't able to find him. The second night, he did. But I mean, nice. it was like that last one, yeah. But it was you know. Yeah, when they get down to it, at the beginning well, it was hard. The, deal, the supply, I mean, the demand is getting very high, and the supply, like the, the supply has never changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're still, they the venues don't increase their occupancy, so it's it's pretty crazy. The demand has just increased quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thankful for what you guys do. Thank you. Yeah, I'm grateful that we have this awesome community of people too that they they take care of one another and. We're all just trying to get into the show one way or another. Right. And it's, it's nice to know it's not a bunch of big fat liars. Yeah. 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 Essentially. 
Good. So is there anything, Hannah, you want to tell us at the end here? Like anything else you want to share with us? Um, I wanted to mention that we are doing a promo with Osiris for our gold yes, membership. It's you. 25% off um, with the code Osiris. How's that um, so you, if you go onto our website and you create an account, which if you don't have an account, it's really easy. You can either log in with Facebook and then it'll transfer all that, or you can create an account and, um, you just go to the gold tab and then it'll tell you all the features of gold. Um, there's some that I didn't mention, but, um, it'll tell you all the features and break them down. And then when you go gold, it'll ask you if you'd like to use a promo code. And, um, so it's 25% off and that code is Osiris. So I definitely wanted to mention that because we're stoked to be working with Osiris, and they're so awesome. Oh That's my goodness, it's been too. such a pleasure just seeing all the different topics and the really cool podcasts coming out of here. So we're definitely happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, you guys have mentioned uh, quite a few times in a couple of the other ones, but yeah, it's just it's, it's this huge family, and that's what I feel like. We, you know, we'll get on these conference calls or you know I'm in Slack with them and like talking to them, and everybody's just super supportive of each other with uh you know rj and tom as being our you know leaders there and it's it's a good thing to be part of you know especially totally. I, I have no I mean, idea what i'm doing either like as far as you know <laughs> jumping into this i'm like all right fifth episode you've you know never but, oops sorry Donna. yeah go ahead yeah. you've never met a human that goes into something not knowing what she's doing and coming out a professional <laughs> it's because i know fish so well <laughs> and i like to talk <laughs> but yeah i know it, it's been great and huge support with RJ and Tom on that one, you know? Yeah, no, we're definitely happy to be a part of it too. It's a great thing and happy to see where it goes. It's, I just feel like every time I go on, there's a new cool podcast or there's somebody talking about something that I'm just all about. It's really great. I was happy to see female and the, the female centrics because I, work with three dudes in an office. It's just us three. And like, we're always talking shop and talking fish and music and stuff, but it's, I'm definitely the only female in the office. So right? it's funny. <laughs> we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to talk to some ladies about fish. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We're there. We're, we're out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. There's so many and it's, it's growing boys, and you know? <laughs> that's an amazing community within itself as well too. Cool, cool. All right. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And yeah, I thank can't you. wait to meet you at, uh, at Curveball. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I know. It's going to be awesome to meet all these people. Yeah, I know, right? I oh, know. yeah. I, I forgot to mention that we will be at Curveball. We will be, um, we'll have a booth there. And then we also will be at Dick's on lot with a booth. And we're going to hopefully get some music playing there, too. That's a sweet ass job. All right, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such a great time speaking to you about your amazing experience here with Cash or Trade. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. It was nice meeting you. All right, so we're going to party down at Curveball, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, just party. <laughs> All right, good. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Yep, bye. All right, cool. All right and we'll be back uh, in just a minute with uh, Market Price. Woo!
And here we are, folks. Time for everyone's favorite fish game, Market Price. I have a nice list of songs here curated for you ladies. We have just Christy and Donnie today. Jason? What? Who won last time? Christy won last time, right? I yeah, no I won. Oh, here we are. Here we are. And it's a miracle because I'm not very good at these things. <laughs> well, I already... Uh, at that hand raised in the air that I suck at it, but maybe we should like start trying, like practicing. <laughs> so Listen you- to more fish. I know. What's it gonna help? <laughs> I don't fucking know. You get points if you get it right, and the points don't really matter. But bragging. Yes, rights. they do matter. Jewels. Loser has to buy cheeseburgers at the end. That's not true. I'm not buying you guys Burger King. <laughs> don't tell them we're in Burger King. All right, are you girls ready? <laughs> Christy, you're gonna step it off. You're gonna go first. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. I don't think it's old fish. No, it's like, am I allowed to say it now? Uh, I'm gonna go with, what is it now? I'm gonna go with like 2016 July. Uh, July, no, uh, August 2nd. August 2nd, 2016? Yes. August 3rd, 2016. Donnie goes August 3rd, 2016? What? Pull the old $1 move or whatever. (laughs) July 18th, 2016. I won. No points. No you were both fuck. over. Oh, you were, you oh, were closer. Gross. <laughs> you should have went with July. You were about to say July. I know. Well, you know, just pinpoint it to a day. I mean, I, you know what? Trey can't do that. <laughs> Actually, Tom, Tom told me today he wasn't going to play because I had curveball because he was like, nope, RJ can play. Nope. We're going to get one of the boys. If you want to do the Hella $1 bet, you say 1983. I shouldn't be telling you these techniques, but... Uh, that's yes, what I mean. Yes, yes. I'm going to go home and brush up on my freaking skills, man. With only two contestants, you're really, you know, there shouldn't be a $1 bet rule, but whatever. Gotcha. All right, go. All right, no points. You guys suck. Here we go. <laughs> but I won. Donnie's See how guess. you guys do. I like this song Taste. a lot. Yeah. Wow. Heavy. This is tricky. I have a date. I don't know if I've heard one like this. That's a tough one, huh, Donnie? I literally have no idea. Give me a second. That is not a date. Give me a second. All right, fuck it. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with 
Uh, November 1st, 1997. November 1st, 1997. 11-1-97. Okay. Christy? Wow, I, I was going totally different than that. Do it then. Uh, Don't follow my lead. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> I was going to go with... Uh, I was. I can't get out of summertime shows. Uh, August two thousand and eleven. Tony with a point. That was um, August ninth, two thousand four, Hampton, Virginia. <laughs> still, yeah, yeah, still really. so far off. <laughs> hey, God damn it! It doesn't. It's not about how far. Right? It's just closest without going yeah, over. Yeah, I know. It's so. Fucking stupid. I would have lost an old, old fishing fish. Christy, you're up. September 3rd, 1996. So, September 3rd, 96. Why? You, the sound, you think? Yeah, but I'm not, again, like, remember? That's not how I operate, man. You are visceral. Oh, yeah, visceral, that's right. Like, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start studying this so I can come here and not look like a big shithead. <laughs> I mean, for real, man. I host this fucking jet, and I look like yeah. Well, <laughs> at least you didn't say ninety-seven. And it was, it was in 04. Oh my god, that was the most pathetic guess ever. Like the most top on their ball versus the worst. But I now see. I want to listen to that 04. Something. Tommy, what do you got for me? Oh, whatever, Jenkins. Um. Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna just do that. Like mm, June first, nineteen ninety. June 1st, 1990, you just have a gut feeling? No. Any particular reason? Yeah, because it's going to be Christy. She's <laughs> scrambling. <laughs> Christy with the point. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. No. Oh. Psych. Donnie with the point. Woo! You know what? That's it, not even right. It was 12-12-1995, right. Providence Civic Center. I was there. I knew it was indoors. <laughs> I was there, right? What? That was your wait. Twelve what? Twelve, twelve, ninety-five. Providence. Yeah, you were just you were almost ten years old, right, baby? Shut up. <laughs> just turned ten. <laughs> oh. 
Pop a loud crowd. I think I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came like a super policeman. Policeman came to my house. Came like a super policeman. First. Ooh, Donnie's up first. There's a, there's a couple of little hints in there. What do you think? Ah, mm. uh, let's go with. Let's go with. Shit, man. Let's go with shit. Let's go with shit. Let's go with goo balls. Let's go with. Ah, uh, ten, twenty-one, ninety-eight. 10, 21, 98. Okay. Christy? I'm squinting my nose. I don't know why you say that. I feel like it's like Portland, Maine in, God, when was it? I think it was the fall of 2013, but I feel like I should go, I don't want to go over, so I should go under, so I'm going to say 2011, even though I think it's later than that. Just the fall, Well, it doesn't really matter because you have two different years. Um. <clears throat> You're both over. That Fuck. would be eight sixteen ninety seven. Great went. Oh, I was so close. Loring Air Force Base. I was in the right area. I was How in the come? right time. You I would have can old- tell the difference <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> it was goo balls. I but, oh, shit. I see. I just should have said that. It's okay. Goo-ball. Yes. Like a big cookie. Goo-ball. I was on tour in ninety seven. I should have known that, but it's okay. All right, go, go, go. God, dang it. Donnie's in the lead. Two nothing. I know. This is this is embarrassing. <laughs> Yay. I'm not going to be able to go home tonight. <laughs> oh, fish. I like this tune quite a bit. Yeah. I think Kelly can make a funky tune. <laughs> I was thinking about doing the weird part of the song. It's like, split open it now. Let it. in there any anything that makes you lean one way or another sure so many things like the, all these things in there made me lean like Trey singing yeah the <laughs> there are so many things nice. in there and there was there music and, the drum yeah and- <laughs> <laughs> i am definitely going old fish and what i feel like don's wrong thinks i'm wrong <laughs> does it mean anything <laughs> well today it does <laughs> uh, old fish 95 uh July 
eighth, nineteen ninety five. Seven eight nine five. Okay. Right, I'm gonna pull a one dollar move on you and do uh, March first, oh nine, because I think it's old fish. I th- sorry, I think it's that, new fish. That is not even what? close to the one dollar move. But, why? Why? Okay. But one dollar over, right? So if I'm doing. Under no, I said ninety five. You said oh nine. I know <laughs> that's like what I know, but what? I'd be closer to it, right? No, without what's, going over. What's your wow. guess, sweetheart? No, no, no. Guess am what? I, guess how you want. That's, am I wrong? What? No, no. Am I wrong with that? By being that's like, not the one dollar move. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean. One dollar over. The one dollar move is nineteen eighty three. Yes, right. but the one dollar over move is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but you left a fucking twelve year gap. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that. Okay, sorry. What was your guess? I think it's March first of nine. But I don't think it's that. I think it's three one oh nine. I think it's sometimes in like thirteen, twelve, eleven, fifteen. Donnie with Donnie with the win. It was uh, July eighth, two thousand twelve. Woo! You know what, guys? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to go home and start studying. Like, like or learn how to cheat like me. <laughs> I don't even know well, how to cheating. cheat. That's not cheating. That's a good. That's cheating. That's a good What's guess? A, no, it, I'm not cheating. It's just now. If you do the one dollar over move, you would have said seven nine ninety five. Because oh, you'd have sure. blocked over everything Thank past you. her guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point, good point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be able to do that, Lori. I'm literally going to start analyzing music instead of listening so that I can win. Yeah, you guys are sucking the fun out of everybody. (laughs) Maybe if you uh, learn how to do this shit, we have a little more fun. I can dance better than you, bitch. Way better. Oh, boy. Here comes the dance dance off. off. (laughs) Female-centric dance off. Some funky stuff right there. 10, 1, 7, 13. 10, 1, 7, 13? No, 10, 1, 13. <laughs> 10, 1, 13? Yeah, sorry. I like, yeah. I'm going to go 10, 1, 12. That is the dumbest okay. thing ever. <laughs> that is a wait, horrible guess. Wait, I didn't mean that. I meant 10, 1, 14. Okay, that's a little better guess. <laughs> but you're all fucking wrong. So it was 8 8 11. Why? That's that not that bad. The Hollywood Why? Bowl. That's not that bad. Come on. It's all fish. I mean. Oh, yeah. When you boil it down, we're already just listening to fish tunes. <laughs> I mean, really, guys. Christy, guys. that's not market price, though. I'm this gonna, is everyone's favorite fishy game, right? I'm going to go home and make Foley listen to fish with me and yes. teach me. Yeah, yeah. I want, well, this one is, so we I'm not going to dance. Foley has a spot in the couch there next time. I'm not going to dance. I'm not going to close my eyes. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm just going to no analyze. No visceral and S-ness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put on my like tightest bra and my most uncomfortable <laughs> shoes. So it's just... <laughs> yeah. I can't enjoy it at all. <laughs> Tight bra. There's going to be no feels. <laughs> all right. What, how, how are we looking? I'm kicking ass, right? Yeah. You're, you're pitching winning. a shutout. It's three nothing. I don't want to play anymore. 
mic bombs. I know. This is like that festival I went to where all the people waited in line and I bought a map and didn't when they were ending. I don't even remember what year it is or what it was called, and I was there. That was Coventry. Thank you. See, this is my problem. This isn't Coventry. Oh, okay, so... How about that doozy, huh? Really, Jay? Can we get more? Can we get more of that one? That no. was tricky. Come on, Ryan. You had an extra five better, seconds. No, I'm not anything. What? Negative. Go, Christy. What you got? Uh, ninety-one, September fourteenth, nineteen ninety-one. I should have said eighty-three. <laughs> Start with the dollar guess. <laughs> September fifteenth, nineteen ninety-one. Donnie, you are an asshole. Donnie with the steel. You suck, bitch. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> hard. It was eight six ninety three. When I lose this game, it's only because At Donnie feeds off my, my. You're feeding off of me. You are feeding off of me. Learn how to play the game. <laughs> you oh know what? Oh, my God. What a it's cheater. Four zero. When's yeah, your birthday? It's four uh, <laughs> Never. <laughs> That was at the Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> I didn't even know they ever played the zoo. Right? I wonder how the elephants felt about that. Right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how elephants feel about that. I love that you chose most of these songs with the like, most diehard deadhead ever. Sir Irie. It an idea, man. Why would you say that? Um, I would say that because the uh, excitement both in Trey's voice and the crowd. See, interesting. I think it's new fish because of that. Hmm. I love it. The new fish heads. We're all pretty excited nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) We're all super excited, Because otherwise we got like... I don't know I love my kids and all that kind of shit. But like, <laughs> don't you gotta stop saying that, Don. <laughs> I do love my kids and stuff, but going out. All right, I don't have to start every sentence with "I do love my kids." <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. There's just a lot of exciting things. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, fuck. It's, uh, the actual day is just hard. Well, pick a month then. Well, yeah, July with, with two people. 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huge difference there. Uh, Donnie with a point. It was uh, 1230, 1998. I'm going to get a zero. Madison Square Garden. What was it, 1230, 98? Yeah. At MSG. You weren't really that close. No. Well, <laughs> see, I was, I was, I was going to give you a I'm hint like, and I'm just like, tell her to go one more day on top of her. Yeah, I know. You're beating me up. You're beating me up. 
You're crushing my soul, lady. Are What's, you crying? Because she cheats and I there's am. only I'm two f- people. <laughs> I don't like to lose. There's tears at me neither. Well, we're coming up on the last song. Don't All worry. Right. I've already lost. There's no coming back. <laughs> there's no coming back. You can save face and get one fucking right. Oh. And you can take solace in the fact that she guessed 1997. The day before, so Twice. fucking pathetic, so pathetic. My my guess for ninety seven oh four, I can't even. I, it's almost like I don't even want to win. You don't deserve to win. No, no, not with that guess. You could pass your winnings on along. <laughs> <laughs> All those cheeseburgers. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I do. I no, no burger cake for you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Give her a hint. It doesn't matter that you're lovers. <laughs> I see you two over there. I don't want her to win. This game is rigged. Christie's. Oh. You know what, guys? I'm just going to tell you this right now. It all sounds like new fish to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, last summer at the Baker's Dozen. How about that? Mm. No, I'm like. Oh, don't look at me like that. No, I don't know. The, like, I just guessed 97. It was 04. I don't That's even pathetic. remember what year last year was. 17. Uh, okay. <sighs> July 17. July of 17. All right. So I was there for that camel walk. <clears throat> I'm going to say no to that. I'm going to say it was... Hmm. I'm going to say uh, 8 one fourteen. Donnie gets the point. <laughs> it was 8-22-15, the Magna I- Ball. Oh. I almost I was gonna say that I was gonna Me say that too, but I decided I to go really under. Was. <laughs> you know what? And did I didn't want to say it. Go six to zero with Chrissy on That's this one. That's because you're you're five nothing. And you five cheat. nothing. <laughs> Woo! I don't care. I still love myself. <laughs> I love you too, Chrissy. All I don't right. love you. <laughs> I said I love myself. That's when I was like, I'm gonna give you a high five. I'm like you're like I'm gonna give you a punch in the face. <laughs> I don't like losing, guys. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Market Price. Uh, if you, if you want to listen to any of these songs in their entirety, we'll have it written up in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Some funky-ass jams in there. Yeah, Disney picked up some great songs. Thank you for inventing um, this game. I'm so Thanks, glad Jason. Just... Oh, you're welcome. And please remember to have your pets and works spayed and neutered. <laughs> Thank you. I like that ending, you don't want to be having a baby on lot. <laughs> no lot babies. <laughs> you should make that a sticker. No lot babies. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you stayed with us for the whole episode of number five and with our interview with Hannah Dupin um, we with Cash or Trade. This has been a really fun episode, and we've got Chrissy, who co-hosted with us, and of course, uh, like, let's see how you did at market price. So uh, once again, I'm going to thank you. Thank uh, OsirisPod.com and with that, all their support. And yeah, we'll see you next time around. Thanks. Bye. Peace.